Topic Tuesday, where every week we're going to present you with a topic and we want to hear from you. So when you're ready to speak, at the bottom of your screen, you'll see a mic. Make sure you tap it so we can uh, approve you to speak and you share your opinion because we want to hear it, okay? And listen, as always, um, thank you all so much for spending time with us. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. So tonight, what we're going to talk about is how the pandemic has benefited your life, or if you had any benefits when it comes to the pandemic. You know, we're two years into the pandemic and so much has happened. I feel like all we hear are the negatives, right? You hear all the negative stuff, you hear about all the deaths, all the losses, all the people that are struggling. So I wanted to get a different perspective and I wanted to talk about the benefits that happened to some of you during the pandemic. And by sharing, I hope that when people listen back or as they come in and they join the space, they're able to see that even when bad things happen, um, it can be for your good. But before we get into everything tonight, joining me tonight is the man with the vision, the big dog, the boss man, the impactful Artiste Cologne. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. That was that was amazing. I feel like somebody. <laughs> do you? I do. I do. Don't let it go to your head, man. Relax. <laughs> I won't. Go on, I won't. relax. Go on, relax. Go on, no relax. Doubt. All right. No and doubt. then I think I got a, another co host who not at a disclosed location this week. Uh, my producer, that's my DJ. Hey, boom. Yo, yo, doing? yo. What's up? I'm doing good. How you doing? I am doing really, really good. Hoping to have a pop. I'm glad you're here tonight. I've been missing you for the past eight weeks. Hey, I, I'm wherever your heart is at. You know what I'm saying? So Don't get on here me. lying. Don't get on here lying. <laughs> You ain't Dang got the karma. lie, Craig. Oh, karma, 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 karma. Don't be like that. But now I'm here. I'm here. You know I got you. Good, good. Listen, I'm glad that y'all are here. And again, listen, the point of this space is to just give people a different perspective of what happened, you know, in a pandemic. This is not uh, America's first pandemic. It's the fourth one, right? So I think people also need to keep in mind that, you know, in our lifetime, if God sees fit. For us to be here in some years to come, we might go through another one, right? I think this is maybe everyone's first one as an adult. So, you know, things got real. And again, I just want to shed a different perspective on the pandemic and maybe some of the positives that came out of it. I got a lot of feedback on Twitter. Um, I'll be reading some of those tonight as well. But before I get into the positives, I want to ask everybody a question. Can you go back to, I want to say, February 2020 to maybe March 2020 when everything shut down? When you realized this was real, when you realized, hey, you know, the world is really messed up right now. Like, we really quarantined. We're really inside. Um, do you remember how you felt in that moment? I'll start. Um, I remember when they actually, like, shut everything down. Um, you know, stores were closed. Everything was closed. I can remember being so scared, okay? You know how they, they asked the question, what would happen if the world was ending? What would you do? And I probably used to always give a fake answer of, oh, when it happened, you know, I'm going to be praying. Let me tell y'all, I was so scared. I was drunk almost every day. I was like, God coming back. I was on the edible on the weekend at my previous job. 
I was in leadership. So like every, all the coworkers was at home. I'm like, it, it's me of like seven people in the whole building. Like I still had to go to work, be exposed to stuff. Like I just knew we were dying, right? I just knew the world was over. So um, somebody take me back um, there. Whoever wants to speak on your mics are approved. Somebody take me back to March 2020, February 2020, when we all shut down. Uh, how did you feel? I know. Uh, I, I felt like you. I was I was caught off guard. Um, it was definitely, a, um, you know, a different time. It was a different time. I, I couldn't believe how people were reacting, how everybody started to put on, you know, masks and, and, and stay away from each other. I mean, it was so, yeah. so different so different but for somebody who doesn't want to be around a bunch of people most of the time anyway it was <laughs> it was all right though it was all right you was good so did you think the world was in like what did you what did you think was happening like were you familiar with pandemics and viruses and how it's handled in our country like how are you feeling honestly uh of course never dealt with a pandemic or anything like that so when it first oh hit, you're not 60 Oh, I thought, was, yeah, I thought she was in the last. That one. was a good one. <laughs> my that bad. Was a good one. My bad. My bad. Nah, but uh, never dealt with that. So you know, I was caught off guard. You know, caught off guard. But um, I was fearful for what the virus would do. You know, as somebody who um, you know, suffers from uh, seasonal asthma and whatnot, mm-hmm. when they said it attacks your lungs and all of that, I was like, nah. You know, what I'm saying I, you know, I can't catch it. You know, but but then again, yeah. you're you're fighting, you know, having a real life, you know. So it's like I I, I still got to work, I still got to make money, you know, and I'm putting yeah. myself in positions to possibly catch this new thing that nobody really knows anything about. You know, it was wild. It was wild. It, it listen, it was very wild. I you know I knew what I'd do when the world end next time, or I feel like it because. <laughs> I was definitely all over the place. I think everything was new to me. Like, I mean, just the way different businesses were just closed. Businesses that you never seen closed, like Waffle House. Waffle House never closes. Bro, why are y'all closed? That's how I felt like the world was ending. Does anybody <laughs> else want to answer the question? Back when the pandemic first started, when they shut everything down and you were in quarantine, how did you feel? What were you going through? Shot of Barbara, you're off mute. Thank you for joining us. What you got? Hey, went out and found a Twitter to do this. <laughs> but uh, I, honestly, it was a range of emotions. Um, be, taking you back to March, I had just celebrated a birthday, March the 9th, and we actually decided not to go out of town, not even because of the pandemic, because everything was kind of ramping up. And I, it, I wasn't for sure that it was a real thing or just another, you know, the world going into a scare tactic, right? Mm. But uh, luckily, we didn't go out of town. And then the world just came to a screeching halt. So the first emotion I would say, it was like, you know, the uh, what is it? The 10 or 12 stages of death or something like that. Where you go through all them different emotions. That's how I felt. The first first few, maybe week, I would say, was relief. Because it was like, yeah, God, I get to get a break. I can sit still. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to come up with an excuse. I ain't got to kill grandma for the fifth time. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so they let me stay home and none of that. I could just chill for a minute, uh, worry free. Cause you know, when you take them days off in the back of your mind, you worrying how it's going to affect you when you go back. Right. Absolutely. So it was that, but then the more I start to watch the news and the more the CDC started to report on it, 
And I guess the seriousness of it started to sink in. It was a panic, man. I was I was in a very, very dark panic place because at that time my daughter was two. Oh wow. And all I could think is, man, we have to lock this place down like Fort Knox because me or her mom can get sick and there's nothing we can do but pass it to her. And if she gets sick, that's nothing we can do. Like that's not a medicine we can give her. That's not a uh, get well nothing like there's no remedy is nothing you know she her safety is literally and figuratively in our hands so um that put me into a panic but being locked in a house all that time opened my mind it gave me the confidence to walk away from my job and and um really pursue my business it gave me uh the understanding of uh communication with my wife how to better mm-hmm. communicate with my daughter, how to better understand myself. It was a lot of positives that came out of it, but I think above all, it was just, it was fear. You know, it's the fear of not knowing what tomorrow holds for everybody that kind of, if it didn't motivate you to get them feet moving, then I don't know what, what would. That Listen, that's a good point. Um, a lot of people fear cause a lot of people to do a lot of different things or, you know, um, maybe it was fear and maybe they was forced to, you know, a lot of people are laid off. A lot of people lost their jobs before I move to the next section. And Shai, thank you so much for sharing um, the perspective of somebody with a small child. You know, a lot of people had children and, you know, um, they were forced to go to work. You know, some people had to stay, you know, in hotels because where they were working at, you know, they had to go to work and they had small children. So um, if you want to talk about, before we move on to the next section, uh, the question that I asked is, when the world shut down, right, Uh, back in March of 2020, uh, what was your reaction? Does anybody want to share before I move on to the next question? Can I speak? Let's go like a bug. And then, uh, Kristen, we'll get you next. Um, I felt unsure. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. All I knew was my child was staying at home with me. She was in virtual school and I was going to lose, I was going to lose my mind. Um, It was definitely a a different dynamic having to work from home and having your child home and all of your pets home and you're there every day. Um, But I was very unsure. Um, I wasn't sure if, you know, if kids were ever going to go back to school, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to go back in the office. I was worried mm-hmm. about my wedding that was going to come up that fall in right, October. Right. It, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of uncertainty, and I don't deal well with uncertainty. So I became stressed, um, and the fact that we were isolated didn't help. Uh, but, yeah, I was very, I was very uncertain. That's a good word, uncertain. I think I felt all of that times 100 didn't know what was going to happen, didn't know what tomorrow would look like, Uh, had no idea about, you know, work, just, I definitely mentally was all over the place. Uh, Kristen, what you got? So, yeah, like she said, it was uncertainty. So, um, that year, I was supposed to be going to Hawaii to celebrate my friend's 30th birthday. Whole trip was planned out. Whole trip was paid for. We were going um, at the end of April here in Michigan. We didn't really shut down until maybe April 18th, something like that. So I remember, like, our job gave out, like, 
roses and carnations and stuff to the ladies. And the very next day, they were like, yeah, don't come back. Everything shut down. We'll see you when we see you. And it was like, okay, what do we do now? You know, the first yeah. couple of days was spent, you know, twiddling my thumbs. But then I got sick. So I'm sick. My dad's sick. And we just you had fever. got COVID? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and then got the first round of COVID. So this is yeah. when all these symptoms were coming out. But the symptoms that they put out, like losing smell and taste and all these other things, was not what we had. And then my dad is older. He'll be 79 this year. And every year around that time, he gets pneumonia. So we're like, okay, maybe you just getting your yearly pneumonia. You got to go to the hospital. So he goes to the hospital. I stay home the entire time he's in the hospital. We're tripping out because, you know, we can't go see him. We can't really call because he has shortness of breath and can't speak. He can't move around the hospital because <laughs> COVID. Right, and right. I'm at home with my mom. I'm watching her stress out over my dad. I'm watching her stress out over me. And it's by God's grace that she didn't get COVID because it was days where I'm literally in my bed, can't move, can't breathe, can't do anything, don't want to move. And her face is pressed to mine, trying to see if I'm still breathing. Like, oh my gosh. And yeah. she didn't get COVID at all? She never got it, never got a sniffle. Ask your mama what she eat, because I'm going on your mama diet. Come on. No, listen. Right. So, so y'all remember when they were like, some people can be unsymptomatic. I'm still yeah. holding on to the fact that she gave it to us both. I cannot be convinced otherwise. I cannot be convinced otherwise because Look, now mama held it down just to be like, it was you. You think it was you. It was you the whole time. It was you the whole time. Oh, good. Listen, I couldn't have, Chris, I, I want to say I'm so glad that y'all are doing well. And I couldn't have imagined getting COVID way back then. I think now people are more accepting of it. But I think back then, I probably would have stressed myself to death had I got it. So y'all y'all are strong. And I'm really glad that Listen, y'all got well and everything. That okay. definitely stressed me the hell out because I'm trying to keep tabs on him. Trying to keep tabs on her because I noticed that she wasn't eating. I wasn't eating because I was sick. Didn't have yeah. a desire to eat. But I'm trying to watch after you, watch after him. Stressing out for both of us. Can't take care of myself. Can't go see him. You know, that was a really stressful time. And looking back at it now, like, you know, a lot of people who didn't get sick, who just straight were stuck in the house, Everybody was doing projects. Everybody was bored after about a week or two. Yeah. Everybody done did their little DIYs and all this haul shopping. And I'm just stuck like, okay, I done had a fever for two weeks straight. Like, I'm I'm cool. Once all of that finally broke, he finally came home. Now I get to enjoy, you know, that little peace of mind that you had after not having to go to work for how many ever weeks that we done suffered through. Right. And so it was kind of peaceful at that point. It's like, okay, everybody's well. Now we got peace. Peace after that. After the storm. Girl. 
<laughs> don't preach tonight, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to have a spirit in here. <laughs> Can I piggyback off something that Queen of the 19 said? Absolutely. Something that she said that, that just kind of brought a memory back like a lightning bolt to me is I remember <clears throat> when they started to, to we're here in Nashville or here in Murfreesboro, I would say in Tennessee pretty much, they were making it where you had to have a waiver in order to come out of your house and travel to and from work. And um, if you Wait, got poor, a waiver? Yeah, you had to have a form. Where after a certain time, because remember they put everybody on a curfew and all this other stuff, where if you were going to travel at a certain time of night, you had to have a waiver form from your job that indicated that you were on your way to work or whatever shift at this place and you, whatever time you got off. And I remember extremely vividly how empty the streets, how eerie it felt in Murfreesboro mm -hmm. because of how empty the streets were and how just it felt like you had lost control. It felt like I had lost control of my life and my freedom for the first time ever. Because, you know, we, we grow up in America and we all have this, this false sense of freedom, right? Based yeah. on the privileges that we do have and the ability to get up and go and do what I want, get what I want, take what I want, make what I want, so on and so forth. But once that happened, that was one of the, the quick reminders that, damn, man, everything that I feel like I have, all those freedoms and abilities that I feel like I do have, we really don't have any control over it. Because at the stroke of a pen, the governor, the mayor, or the president can strip you with these executive orders and tell you, well, no, you can't leave your house. No, you can't go to the store. No, you can't go and shop for food. No, you can't go to work at a certain time, so on and so forth. So that put a lot of, I would say, that entrepreneurial spirit in me mm -hmm. because it was like you had, it was the first time ever that I really felt out of control of my well-being in my life. Wow. Listen, I never thought about it in that sense that, or maybe I just never thought we was free. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, where I'm from, Louisiana, we get put on curfew for, you know, we have festivals and stuff down there. So they, they curfew us all the time. So that part, you know, I never thought about it in that aspect. And that's a really, 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 really good point um, that, you know, we don't, some, you don't have the freedoms. I mean, look at how people feel about the vaccine and stuff like that. Like you just, don't have those freedoms. And if you want those freedoms, there's going to be uh, consequences. So again, y'all, thank y'all so much for chiming in on that question. Everybody just kind of chimed in and said how they felt. Uh, you know, back when this pandemic first started, we got uncertain people not feeling in control of their lives. We had people that actually had the first round of COVID. She might turn into a zombie. I'm not going to say nothing. But um, we've had a lot of uh, feedback. Anybody else, before I move on, want to... Um, talk about how they felt um back when this pandemic first started before i move on uh i can go ahead and talk okay let's <laughs> so, go let's go producer that's my dj hey what's up what's up but uh man you know around when the pandemic first started i was planning my birthday trip uh this time i was going to aruba mm -hmm. on my birthday in july then i also had a trip to uh, Greece in September, and I ended up having to cancel both trips because they, you know, the country started to shut down. They stopped letting Americans in, and I was, you know, you know how trips like that you plan them a year in advance, you know? Absolutely. And I was looking forward to that, and I was like, damn, for the first time in my life, well, as an adult, I felt like 
I couldn't do what I wanted to do. You know, you know how mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna do whatever I want to do, and then this time I couldn't do it, and then uh, you know piggybacking on shot the barber when they was giving us curfew. Uh, but unlike, uh, let me see here, unlike Queen, I didn't get to benefit from uh, <laughs> you know the whole not going to work. You know, some people was like you're smoking, they're not going to work and getting paid anyways because they had you know jobs that required them to go to work. Mm-hmm. But I was already working remote, so I, I I had to tough it out. I still had to. Oh, so work. you was ahead of the game. You was already at home. I I was uh, already working remote like a year or two prior to the pandemic. But you know, when you work from home, you don't get no snow days. You know <laughs> no. what I'm saying? And you can't. You know, like I was like faking. Well, you know, like getting sick or just quitting their jobs because staying at home, getting that check was better than going to work for some people. Mm. I think that that check was better than some of the, um, uh, what you call it? Minimum wage. Minimum wage, yeah, yeah. what they brought home. Yeah, that unemployment, actually, they were getting more than what they were working yeah. for. Yeah, so a lot of people just yeah. quit their jobs and they started, you know, coming up with hustles. Because, like, why, why would you go to work? work 40 hours and make less money than you can make by just staying at home. Absolutely. I, listen, if, if I could have, I would have. If that unemployment outmatched what I was doing, and, and those jobs are usually those stressful jobs, those fast food where they're dealing with all kinds of stuff, retail where they exposed to the general public, I would stay home too. I would have filled out my application so fast. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, but the one thing good about the pandemic is that it helped you realize who your real friends are because everybody's circle got smaller you know a lot of the mm-hmm. big parties you know they became non-existent and then when it was time to celebrate your birthday or anything like that you have to hand pick how many friends you can have around and you kind of like you know who are my closest friends you know so mm-hmm. i went from having parties with 50 60 people to a solid 10 you know <laughs> <laughs> 10 or 15 sometimes trying to sometimes I did mess the rules up a little bit and got to like 15, but I think there was like no more than 10 in a house at the time. But, you know, uh, it kind of did help you see who, who your real friends are, though. Because I just kind of fell off the sideline or the waistline. So, yeah. Can I, I piggyback off believe that? You. Oh, go ahead. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, your real friends, <laughs> 50, 60 people. <laughs> I'm only inviting <laughs> 10, 15 people max. <laughs> Anytime, you never know. Yeah, he had sixty friends. Like, what are we doing? No, nah, but you know, right? I, you know, <laughs> nah. you lying? How you got no, sixty high friends? Like, I'm telling you, I barely keep up with the five I got. Man, I period. Some, I can I can show you some some videos, but you know the way I used to wear friend very loosely, right? So, oh, okay. My okay, friend okay. and friends are friends. Everybody's a friend to me, unless. You do something unfriendly. That's just how I am, you know? I don't really meet strangers. Oh. So whenever I have a party, you know, I just want good vibes. So you bring good vibes, come on. You play space, even better. So uh, that's kind of how that was. But I had to, like, really handpick the friends that I wanted to have around to celebrate the moment <laughs> just because of the pandemic. Our producer was stressed out uh, dwindling down that 60. And, you know, <laughs> they, I had to, like, kind of split them up sometimes. Like, I'll do, like... <laughs> In here, ten there, because sometimes I couldn't oh break God. it down to ten, but I, I made it work. I can see him stressed out. <laughs> and luckily, <laughs> I still haven't got COVID. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna knock on wood yeah, to man. make sure I keep it that way. But you send me your dad too. I'm going on man, the boom hey, 
drink Jack Daniels on the rocks, it will get you right. <laughs> Talk your it, shit. They say sometimes that alcohol is, you know, it's, it clear out all the worms and stuff. Uh, and we have one more person. We kind of skipped him several times. But, um, Maid Man, uh, what did you want to say about how you felt? And you're in a different country, actually, when um, the pandemic started back in March of 2020. Did you want to chime in on that? Um... When it just started, I was I was good. I, I was very accepting of it because I just came back. I was at a hotel and yeah, I was a bit tired from work. So I was like, fuck it. I, I just got paid and I'll be home for, for like a month. I thought it was going to be a month. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Mm-hmm. So I was there playing video games with my friends and we're all good until the money started going down. And I realized that I was home for more than a month. I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) What is going on? So, reality only um, tripped in when I saw that my money, I was spending more than earning. So, I was like, the fuck is going on? So, that's when I started to get upset, very aggravated and very ignorant towards the government and their stipulations that they were making. But, type of job I did um yeah we were kind of we we're needed we we're not really a necessity but we we're needed and mm-hmm. yeah, we started doing a lot of live and stuff like that so that's where the money came in and the thing is we we're getting paid more for doing less work I was like the fuck so all of those times like the other six years I was doing hectic work long hours and getting crappy pay and now it's all of this and I'm getting way better less working hours was very 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 good after so but I can also say about that curfew thing yeah we also had those sorry we also had those exemption letters that we had to walk around with um on certain days on certain hours of the night because some of the some of the live or some of the events normally would go over to like a couple hours. So we had to have those letters for when the police stops stop us. So it was very interesting. It wasn't really much of a bother to me because as I said the only thing was when my money was going down and yeah. So long as they weren't messing with your money, you good. I, I feel that. I feel that. And I think um, a lot of people actually kind of uh, realize what made men realize. Like, I don't have to work all of these hours to get even more money. Uh, even Shada Barber going into entrepreneurship, um, he probably realized uh, that as well. So I'm going to move on to the next question. Before we get into the benefits of, um, if you have any, um, the question I want to ask is are you still scared of COVID? So back then, everybody was unsure, uncertain. You know, you didn't know what was going on. Uh, we're two years into the pandemic. Some people like to say post-pandemic, but I just feel like we're still in it. So how do you feel now uh, when it comes to COVID? I'm good. I wasn't the first place. Doing the math. Um, we've seen worse than COVID, mad cow disease, Ebola, stuff like that. I was kind of doing that kind of math, um, checking out things that were more deadly than Corona. 
Yeah. And I saw that we lived through bird flu, Zika, all that shit. Yeah, H1N1, yeah. No, all of this and no, just this, just like a flu symptom, just shut the world down. I was like, unbelievable. I was like, nope, not taking that. So I wasn't a big fan of it, still isn't a big fan of it. And to me, it's just a scare tactic, garbage, and people. I'm just pressing on people's fear because nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to live and all of that. So people are going mm-hmm. to to abide by the rules and the dumb laws that they're setting just to serve, to survive. And I don't see the sense in it because if you're inhaling your carbon dioxide, which you should be exhaling, that, that's more deadlier than anything else. If you're inhaling something that you should be exhaling. So... That was just a big no-no for me. Maybe I'm trying to follow you, but that carbon dioxide, you lost me. But I, I'll go. Um, I can definitely say that I, I, I don't think I'm as scared as I was, but I still have a little fear every now and again, you know, especially now, like it's cold and flu season again. And a lot of people um, are getting sick. Um, and some people are sick with COVID. They don't know they have COVID. Oh, I just have a cold. No, you need to go get tested. And, you know, get away from me. (laughs) You know, I've had family members, you know, come around me sick. And it's like, I have a cold. Like, you don't know that, you know. So I'm still a little scared of it. Um, I don't move how I used to. I definitely wear my mask. But, you know, I'm outside. So I still have a, a, I say, a healthy fear of it. I think my fear before maybe was a a little bit irrational, not knowing all the facts. Um, anybody else want to share how they feel about COVID now versus when it first started? Let's go, Shadow Barber. Oh, no, Queen of the 19 can go first. She hit oh. the before I did. Okay, let's go, Queen. So one thing I am appreciative of, um, we're not going to call it post-COVID, like you said. Right. Um, one thing I'm appreciative of is people are actually taking steps to be more hygienic and the six foot rule I love because as y'all know grocery shopping with certain types of people we're not gonna call nobody out we ain't gonna say no names we're not gonna say no names or nothing like that (laughs) but they tend to be a little overbearing they tend to not care about other people's personal space and now that we have this global pandemic happening we get a little more space and I really do appreciate that. But as far as being afraid of COVID, as somebody that got it the first round when we didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to a certain extent to get it like that again. Yeah. However, I will say that I did have it back in December, and that was literally no more than flu symptoms. Like, you know, runny oh, nose. Yes, girl. Unlucky. Just all around. Yeah. Not COVID. <clears throat> girl, two for two. You hear me? Okay. But, um, Come on, Jesus. Thank you, God. She's okay. Don't catch it again now. You got Listen, but the now. second the second go around was literally a post-nasal drip. You know, a little bit of a scratchy throat, like you said, just a cold, like nothing that anybody would be concerned about. The first round, however, put me on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I I appreciate like the way the world is moving. People are washing their hands and covering their faces and not just 
blatantly coughing out in the open and giving you that space when you out in public spaces. Listen, I appreciate that too, because before I'm with you, like people would just be all in your personal space and like you had no personal space. So I feel like people definitely respect that more and people are more hygienic. I was very surprised at how many people didn't understand that they had to wash their hands. Like, I don't know where y'all come from. Y'all are from Mars or something like that. <laughs> Let's go shout out Barbara. Man, uh, I got a dual perspective. Uh, Queen of the 19 just kind of put me in a whole nother mindset. She changed okay. my whole perspective. So it's, I've been hearing most, a lot of stories of people who, who can, who's caught COVID on multiple occasions, right? They had it, got over it, then got it again, got over it, then got it again. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about everybody from children to adults to elderly. That with that in itself puts me in the mind state of not necessarily fear, but like you said, a, a extremely healthy fear and an extreme discomfort as it pertains to what I put in my mouth, what I put my hands on, so on and so forth. And I think that's again, it goes back to who can I give it to? Working with the public, I'm more susceptible to give it to multiple people. Right, if if right. I if I'm not careful with how I approach, and the dual part of that perspective that makes it kind of interesting for me is, I'm a man who walks by faith. So whereas I'm Hallelujah. not going to live my life subject to fear, I'm also not going to allow myself to stop living because of what's going on around me. I'm gonna continue to move forward and. uh Thank God and be grateful that nothing has put me in a state where I can't move forward up until this point and hope and pray that I can continue to move forward in that energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think everybody should, you know, um, look at it that way. Like you just have to continue to move forward, but definitely have that healthy fear of, you know, what's still out here. Uh, And we're going to move on into the benefits of um, or some of the benefits that we've all experienced uh, during the pandemic. I hope everybody has something and and I'll start first. So I think one of the benefits of of the pandemic for me has been um, spending time with myself. Um, I I recently moved to a new state. I actually work from home. Those things wouldn't have been afforded to me had I not had the pandemic not happen. I think that I would still be at my previous job in this leadership role while I'm on salary. I'm working 70 hours a week, no time for nothing but work, chasing some corporate dream, right? And when the world stopped, it made me sit down with myself and it made me say, you know what, I really don't want this. Like, this is not what I want. It made me sit down and say, you know what? One of my dreams was to always move out of state. I would have never got the time to sit down with myself, to work things out with myself, and also working from home. Uh, Being at home all day is a blessing, especially in a pandemic. Um, It gives you back so many hours of your life, especially if you have a job. You know, some of these work from home jobs are a little different. Some of them require you to sit at your desk the whole time. You can't move, but... I was um, afforded and blessed with a job that, you know, I don't have to sit at my desk the whole time. I can do laundry. I can do other stuff. On my lunch, I could do a workout. I could do all kinds of other stuff. So it afforded me that time back. And it also changed my standards on a lot of stuff, right? So, like, when it comes to my jobs and things that I'll accept, it definitely changed my mind frame on what's possible. And that, you know, uh, looking at these employers different because I think we saw a difference of employers actually needing you versus you needing them. 
right? So I'm able to make a lot more money because, hey, you need me, so I'm going to put this number out here. If you want me to work, because I know some, I know it's a lot of people not working for you right now, this is the number you got to pay me. So um, those are some of my benefits. Like a bug has her hand up. What's your benefits, like a bug? All right. I agree with all of your benefits. Um, self-time, self-care, knowing what you're worth, learning that, hey, you need me, so I want this money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say one of the things that I benefited from was those stim- stimulus checks. Let me tell you, Ooh. honey, I have a child, and we were <laughs> loving it. My husband got his. We were having a good old time, racking up savings. I mean, come on. It, it was nice. It was it nice. Was that that time, benefited a me. Of year, huh? A couple of times. Okay. <laughs> I will, yes. I will also say, working from home. Oh, honey, I work at a job. I can probably do my work if I really wanted to do it in like two hours, just be chilling. But yep. I try to space it out, make it look like I'm doing something. But honey, <laughs> but honey. <laughs> working from home is beautiful for me I love it I can get everything I want done make dinner before people come home before my child and husband come home I can have all the pets taken care of still enjoy some time watch some movies while I'm working beautiful thing beautiful it's a very beautiful thing and I can now I have an excuse to not see people when I don't want to see people like Mm. I used to be you had to come up with some reason especially if like y'all kind of talk but don't really talk and you really don't want to see them. You have to come up with some reason. But now I could just be like, mm-mm, COVID. I'm good. Let's stay right here. <laughs> I can't, I'm good. Look, you feel so good saying, no, I ain't going to go. You know, it's a pandemic outside. <laughs> Knowing you wasn't going, no way. <laughs> no yeah, way. I, I, I'm there, I, I've used that a whole bunch of times because somebody else was to invite me, I was going. But because it was you, I'm going to stay on home. <laughs> I'm going to stay right in this house. All right, I'm done. <laughs> okay, Shada Barbara, you got your hand up. Tell us some benefits, Mr. Entrepreneur. Let us know the benefits since the pandemic for you. Man, first and foremost, let me jump on that like a bug bandwagon and say that, that uh, we can't come to that party because COVID is real. Excuse has been in full effect. Every single time we say that, everybody at the party or half of the party gets sick, and I'm so glad we didn't go. But that mm. excuse, I'm going to be using that excuse, you know, well off until they say, okay, it's not a thing anymore. So let me say that first. But the biggest benefit, right? I'm going to say this and then I'm actually going to have to get out of here. I got to get my daughter up for school in the morning. So no the no biggest problem. benefit that I've experienced, I would say that we have experienced over in my household from COVID was it validated our approach to our finances. Um, unfortunately mm. or fortunately, however you want to take it, right? We didn't get any stimulus checks, right? I had just quit my job right before the pandemic shut everybody down, and barbering was it. That's what I was getting, what I made, what I saved, what we put away, how we managed the finances that we did have. My wife uh, wasn't an essential worker. She was working for the automotive industry, so she -hmm. had to stay home. My daughter was going to private school. So we had to pay for that. Even though she was out of school, we still had to pay for school. We still had to pay for car insurance on two vehicles. We had to pay for food, lights, water, trash, and we had to pay for our tuition and everything. I think I said that, but, I, you know, whatever. So what it did was before the pandemic, it was a lot of question of are we financially literate? Are we saving the right way? Are we approaching our finances the right way? 
Absolutely. Are we over budgeting? Are we under budgeting? Are we overspending? So on and so forth. But once it shut down and we had to live on what we had and actually see what we had and sit down and see, okay, how can we manage our budget? How can we change and adjust and pivot based on the circumstances now? It completely validated that, okay, we do have a better handle on this than what we thought we did. It's easy to lose perspective on that when the money is coming in and you can spend when you want. Mm -hmm. It was a lot easier or a lot, uh, it was a better opportunity to get perspective on what we were doing and things that we implemented that we do now to even improve on what we were already doing. So yeah, definitely COVID, that that was the biggest benefit to me because you got to think during the shutdown, we was able to be out of a job and start a business at the same time. You tell me any other way you can do that. But I'm going to have to go and get up. Not without the world shut down. Thank you so much, Shai. Hopefully we'll see you Thursday. Uh, Anybody else want to talk about the benefits that they saw um, from the pandemic? If you have any. If you don't have any and you want to share something that wasn't so positive, we want to hear that as well. So, hey. Um, one of the benefits was a, a mental health restart, like being able to spend time by yourself and actually taking a break from the monotonous get up in the morning, go to work, be there all day, get socially tapped out from whatever social events that you do um, go to. It was a great breath of fresh air to just be at home and not have any obligations. To, to just sit back and stop for a minute. It was beautiful. Absolutely. Like, after getting over COVID and everything, and we can all breathe, dad's home, and, like, it was a beautiful time to be alive. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. The introverts were up 5,000, you hear me? <laughs> Not up 5,000. <laughs> like we introverts were loving it. Yes, yes, ma'am. Introverts was up there like, cool, we don't have to do anything because COVID. Don't have to go anywhere. And then now that the world is opening up a little bit more, people are talking about concerts. I've never been one for concerts because I don't like large crowds of people. Now I can say that and be like large crowds of people plus COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Like you ain't got to come up with no more excuses. No more excuses. Like, I just don't want to be surrounded by large large groups of people. Anything can happen. And then, Especially after that one concert with all the people was dying. That's another reason. Yes. Not, not doing yes. it. Yes. I, I do not. The six-foot rule, we needed that well beforehand. Absolutely. Like, going to a concert and being surrounded by people on all sides, no, thank you. That's not for me. And then um, somebody touched on this earlier. Um, I'm a truck driver. So... As the world was opening up, working for the automotive industry, there was nobody on the roads. And you just don't know how much peace that brings you in your day-to-day life as a truck driver. Nobody being on the roads, no cars being crazy, cutting you off. It's just you on the road. (laughs) Just... Peaceful. Job got way better, huh? Guess what? It got way easier. And then um, somebody else brought this up. Like, you can ask for more money because you really do need me now. And it's like, Absolutely. people don't like to look at truck drivers as a skilled trade. It is. I have to go to school for what I do. And I need more money now. You want me to move this during this time? Oh. 
<laughs> they gave us our raises and everything. So I was really happy about that. Yes. And, I, think, I think that's good that people were able to get paid what they were afforded. What they what they um what they deserved, I guess I should say. Yeah. Now we just need a total reform, but that's a conversation for another day. Come on, that's a whole nother space. <laughs> that's a whole nother space. Anybody else want to talk about any benefits that they saw uh, during the pandemic before we wrap it up? No? All righty, y'all. So uh, tonight was... Um, the benefits that you saw when it comes to the pandemic, um, how it made your life better. Uh, we have some really good examples in here. Also, I want y'all to go to my Twitter page if you can and check out the tweet. They had a lot of people um, talk about this. And one that um, a lot of people mentioned was spending time with their family. Um, a lot of people mentioned that um, they had a lot of women that um, had babies and the, their babies before they weren't able to stay home. You know, they had to get right back to work. There were some husbands saying, you know, they were able to be there for their wives more. I think Shai said that. Um, and just family being able to come together more. And I think that's one of my um, favorite ones. Spending time with yourself and coming together more. Again, I want to thank you all so much for joining the Twitter space. I appreciate everyone's feedback and everyone listening. Remember that we're not just on Twitter spaces. We're also a podcast. You can catch us live on YouTube at 8.30 uh, this Thursday. And again, we'll be here every week on Tuesday, 8.30. And this has been Topic Tuesdays. Artistay. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! And that's how we beat a man with the vision because I was out here dancing so hard. <laughs> I was just playing that today, too. <laughs> man, I was just yelling that at people earlier. <laughs> Listen, thank y'all so much again for spending time with us. Y'all could be anywhere in the world, but you spent time with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of y'all week, and we hope to see y'all on Thursday. Peace. Thursday at 8.30pm live on Podbean.